Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now. Besides the screen you spent most of your time staring at this week, chances are you are also captivated by a big screen video installation. From billboards to scoreboards, we inform and entertain audiences with our big screen solutions. Visit bigscreenvideo.com.au to see how BSV can bring your space to life. Rapid relief from sore throats with Diflam Plus anaesthetic lozenges. Now eleven ninety nine at Kevist Warehouse. And Kogan Mobile, New Zealand's cheapest unlimited prepay plans. Visit koganmobile.co.nz. You're listening to Izzy and Kempi for breakfast on SENZ. 18 minutes away from 9 o'clock this morning, and we've been teasing it all morning, uh, but this weekend, for the first time, all 14... All 14 Bunnings Warehouse MPC teams will take the field wearing pink socks in support of Breast Cancer Foundation New Zealand. Steve Lancaster is the GM of Community Rugby for NZR. You've come in a few times now, Steve. It's always great to have yeah, you back in, and especially for something like this, which is an initiative I'm sure you guys are stoked to get off the ground. Yep, really positive initiative, and uh, it's something that the, the 14 provincial unions were really keen to look at this year, was to have a charity round. And we thought, you know, with um, this year being the year of, that we're hosting a, a Rugby World Cup for women, um, Breast Cancer Awareness Month being the month of October, that it was a perfect charity for us to acknowledge. Maybe was it tough? Uh, like, obviously, floating the decision around to, to get into the charity would have been difficult to pick, particularly with so many, well, cancers around in New Zealand. But you've chosen breast cancer. Is How have Breast Cancer Foundation taken this initiative? Yeah, really good, really good. It's, I mean, this is an awareness exercise for yeah. us, really, just to, you know, to help raise that awareness. And pink, you know, pink socks on all fourteen teams. Well, pink on seven and, and white on the other. Um, um, so the home teams will wear pink, and the, the and the away teams will wear white socks. But um, it should it should be really visible, really noticeable. Um, the other thing that's really cool is um, Otago have um, re- yeah. recolored the, the O on their jersey pink, and and that's the first time that that the O on the Otago jersey hasn't been gold in, in its entire history, so the, the unions have really got into it. You see the, the NRL with what they've done with the uh, women's round and the use of colour and stuff like that. What, how have the players accepted um, this is an opportunity to really mm. you know, give back to the community? Yeah, I was talking to um, Charlotte, um, who works in, in marketing the NPC competition um, earlier this week, and she was down in uh, Invercargill for the Southland game on the weekend. They wanted her to come back actually after the win. They think she's a lucky charm. But um, <laughs> she said the players were really positive, and you know they were approaching her after the game, saying this is just great. And mm. you know, back to your question, Azir, around was it hard? 
uh, lending on a charity. Not really. Breast cancer, um, it affects a lot of families in New Zealand, a lot of people, yep. and so uh, not a lot of debate, frankly. It was a pretty it was a pretty easy one to land on, and the players have been really supportive as well. But it's just at the forefront of uh, your mind going forward. Like, you've got a big platform here with New Zealand Rugby and, and the brand that it is to to go forward and, and, and create awareness, not only for breast cancer, but totally so many foundations around around the country yeah it's an opportunity right I mean we, we, we think this is going to land really well I mean it's you know it's kind of a, a, a no-lose proposition right like we can raise a bit of awareness um, it's you know the teams get behind it everyone feels good to be supporting a positive charity so hopefully it's something we can build on in future years and how do you make sure it's genuine? Uh, that you're doing this in a genuine way. Look, obviously, wearing pink socks is as a way of showcasing the colour that represents um, breast cancer. But going forward, is it, how you make sure it's just not a one-off? Yeah, well, again, it's you know this year it's a, it is it is a one-off, I guess you'd say, and that we want to see how it lands. But again, we expect that it will be that it, that it will land well. I can't really see any reason why it won't. Um, we are um, supporting fundraising around it as well, so it isn't just a token. Mm. Um, you know, there'll, there'll be. Um, There'll be a contribution made by each team that's hosting from um, from their gate for the for the weekend, but also there's the opportunity for uh, punters at home to um, to text a donation as well, right? So you nice. don't necessarily have to be at the game to be able to contribute to the charity. I think wearing socks is a real good visible um, way of doing something. Do, is it probably in the future that you also go into clubland and that you have a, a pink sock round? So that identifies this as your charity, is your charity round, or is it just always going to be targeted at the NPC? Well, again, we haven't really, we haven't thought beyond that. And, and look, any decisions around club rugby would be decisions that are made by provincial unions. But mm. look, as I said, the, the fourteen unions involved really supportive, got on board with this really mm. quickly, and you know it wouldn't surprise me, in fact, if if they were willing to work together. Uh, to try and do a national club round. And wouldn't that be cool if you had every club team in the oh, country wearing pick socks? I, I only ask that question because Mark Hughes does the same thing with his hat. You know, he had brain cancer, played a Newcastle, old Newcastle boy, and they, they have a, a Mark Hughes round and they wear a, a beanie every year and he raises millions of dollars. So I guess it's not just about wearing the pink socks too, it's about everyone else contributing and trying to raise some awareness and some funding for that, that association. I'm, I wish you all the, all the luck. I think mm. the visuals on socks are, mm. are such a good way to do that. And, um, mate, awesome. I love the socks. Pink. As he loves the socks. Well, By the way, he that. needs some. I think, um, I think you'll enjoy the cupcakes that are underneath them as well, right? <laughs> hey, uh, Steve, now the competition, the NPC this year, uh, we spoke about it yesterday in depth actually, how even it has mm. been. At the start of the year, we ran a little feature here where we gave Izzy and Kempe the chance, one after the other, to draft the teams. So they got split into two, and then we're going to add all the regular season points up to so the total of their teams and see who was going to come out on top. And I think there was a, a lunch in a helicopter to Waiheke <laughs> on. Oh, lunch. Come um, now, you wouldn't believe it, but one round to go plus the game tonight. Kempe is leading 166 to 163. They nearly did set tied. Izzy's got Hawks Bay. He took them first, of course. Well, you think Kempe would take Taranaki. He went for Tasman. He thought with his, he was going with the head rather than the heart. So Izzy took Hawks Bay, Canterbury, Wellington, Bay of Plenty Counties, Manawatu and Southland. And he's really only being let down by Manawatu and Southland at the bottom. Then Kempe's got the rest. Tasman, Auckland, Waikato, Taranaki, Otago, North Harbour and Northland. 
But the fact that they're 166 to 163 probably is symptomatic of how even the competition's been across the boards, barring one or two teams that haven't mm. got going. So as a product, how proud have you been of it this year? Yeah, we're really delighted. Like it's it's been a great competition, mm. and, and not just have the games been close and unpredictable, but the quality's been really good. Yeah, so you know, it doesn't matter what game you sit down and watch on a weekend. Um, it's really good rugby. And results have been unpredictable. You know, teams have been getting up, teams have been getting beaten. Mm. Taranaki beat Canterbury, and you know, and um, and then they lose to teams that you might have thought they would they would beat. So, um, it's been a great competition. I mean, and that's the trademark of a good competition, right? Is that um, t- that any team can win? Absolutely, I love it. And heading down to the pointy end. Um like Canterbury's the juggernaut, right? But you got a roughie? Don't say it. <laughs> Don't say it. I always get put on the spot here, and I, I always have to show my true colours. So, you know, Canterbury, <laughs> Canterbury's my team. It's a setup. <laughs> hey. Yeah, he was down there when I first arrived, mate. Can't yeah. take the patch off legs. Hey, uh, just just quickly, you are probably the busiest man in NZR with community rugby. There's been some great announcements uh, gone by, and, and I love what you're doing, mate. You're really giving back and genuinely giving back to, to community and, and creating awareness. Um, but going forward, any anything you can just shed some light on? Mate, you've you got announcements coming out left, right and centre. I love it. Well, they wouldn't be announcements if I oh, shared them. I know, more, I know. But what is at the forefront of your mind? What is at the forefront of your mind going forward? What is something you're really passionate about and want to see a bit of change? Well, what we are really um, putting a lot of thought into now is how do we lead the shape of the game for community participants, right? So, mm. you know, as, as a professional game evolves, um, it actually, frankly, it just gets further and further away from a game that, that weekend warriors are able to play at the same level with the same intensity and skill. And so we're just looking at shape of the game, right? How long should the season be? Um, are, the, are all of the rules that we see on TV uh, fit for the community game or do we look to change them? So watch this space. But we've had some experimental law variations in play this year. Um, we see that as the beginning of some work that will, will play out over a number of years as we just try some stuff, you know, and it won't all work. Uh, and we know that. And, and in fact, we've learned that, that this year from some of the things that we've trialled. So while it's easy to jump up and down and say, oh, you can't do that, it's madness, the only way to find out is to try it. Mm. Hey, just quickly, I've got one for you. No, oh, here we go. All right, I've got one for you, and I've trolled it, and it works. All right, so down in Taranaki, we put together a competition that ran six weeks before the kickoff of the pre-season for Rugby Union, and it took two years for the Rugby Union clubs to understand that we were getting their boys fit for Rugby Union, and I told them that I'd work with Taranaki Rugby Union around that. Do you think, in these rural communities where we're losing players, because that's what we're doing, that rugby league and rugby union could could work on a model together in community that gets the same people from the same town playing a rugby league preseason, so moving it to summer and getting them ready to play in a rugby in a rugby union full season. I do actually. I think that's a great idea. It's you know, and we we have talked um, you know for some time now about the fact that rugby and, and rugby league don't need to be Competing with each other, not at all. They're both over, both very similar games. Um, so yeah, well, that's a great so idea. So Colin Cooper, Colin Cooper, and and Eyebrow, the manager for the Clifton team, mate, they're over the moon. And we are as a as a rugby league club at White because we haven't had a premier grade. Mm. We've had more than 30, 30 boys show up to training. So I just think if you can take that back to the community game, Steve, I see that being a real benefit for rural communities to keep their men playing sport through the summer and winter. Couldn't agree more. That's a, that's a great idea. Really like it. And, um, yeah, we'll take it back. Um, just If I can just build on that as well. I was in Taranaki last week, and uh, Mike Sandler, the CEO, was telling me they've done something really cool with um, with uh, teenage girls uh, rugby down there. So mm. two of their clubs have started up a Friday night uh, seven-a-side competition. And 
So what they've recognised is actually there's no point in going head to head with netball and hockey and other sports. Let's just shift the the, the shift the, the window, the timing, and, and so that's what we and that's what we did window. with the comp. Yep. Yeah, just shifted it so you could still have the boys come back nice. and they're fit and ready to go. Lateral thinking, left, right, and centre. That's awesome, Kempi. Steve, appreciate your time in studio as always. Uh, pink socks this weekend. Keep your eye out, and you can be able to cupcakes. Te- Cupcakes, you'll be able to text along if you want to donate as well. Great initiative as always by NZR. We'll uh, wrap the show up and get to a couple of your messages after this. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.